Hey everybody, welcome to a super jam-packed double episode of This Week in Marvel and... Women of Marvel! Thanks, Judy. Uh, I'm Ben Morse, uh, Editorial Director of Digital Media here at Marvel, and you just heard I am joined by... Judy Stevens, producer, and we also have... Lorraine Sink, hostess with The Big Marvel Show and The Marvel Minute, and we are joined by a very special guest... Rainbow Rowell. Yay! Yay. <laughs> We're so excited. Writer <laughs> of Runaways. Yeah. Writer of Runaways. That's big. How does, it, how, does, how, does, how does it feel to be able to bill yourself as that? It's completely and utterly surreal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, this was my favorite comic. Really? Yeah, no, I'm not even lying. It no, sounds pathetic I'm and like a very it. extreme lie. But it's yeah. not. It's, it's a, like, it was a phenomenal. I remember Runaways came out when I first started at Marvel. Oh, wow. So it's so great to sort of see it come back. Mm-hmm. And the characters come back because the characters are so endearing. Oh, the characters are beautifully yeah. just rendered. Yeah. Runaways is one of those comics that we always, when we get asked on our podcast, or on Twitter or anything, people are like, you know, what, I want to get my boyfriend, girlfriend mm-hmm. into reading comics. Runaways is like the entry-level comic. Yeah, it's I, I talk about comics in my books, mm-hmm. and so I often get asked by uh, young adult readers uh, which comics they should start with, and I always say Runaways. Mm-hmm. Um, it is my also my all-time favorite comic, and ah! I've already figured out, <laughs> or I've already um, creeped on Rainbow really hard about how oh excited God, I am Rain. about Runaways. Every uh, time we have someone in here. I know, I get really excited about <laughs> stuff I like. I can't help it. Um, But what has it been like transitioning from YA into the world of comics? And did that feel like a natural progression? Because I know you're a big comic fan already. Yeah, yeah. Um, I... I'm old. And so I have been a lot of things. So I was a newspaper columnist for 10 years. Oh, cool. Yeah, and then I wrote awesome. um, ad copy, and I was a creative director at an ad- advertising agency for a while. Mm-hmm. Then I wrote novels, and I've written adult and teen, and I've written fantasy. So I have um, I shift a lot uh, just by nature. And so I'm always, I get kind of bored, and I'm like, what is hard? What can I do that I, what can I, do that I will be bad at? Um, and so after my book, Carry On, I... Um, Which is, illust- or the cover is illustrated yeah. by Kevin Wada, isn't it? Yeah, Kevin Wada mm-hmm. did it's a beautiful. beautiful paperback cover. Nice. Um, in stores now. Yeah, <laughs> available now. Available now. Yeah. Um, and so I... Uh, I I've already done a I've done the script for a graphic novel with Faith Aaron Hicks. Oh, cool! Mm-hmm. And that'll be out in 2019. Nice. And so I and then I'd written a screenplay. So I kind of came to Runaways not fresh off of a book, but mm-hmm. fresh off of this graphic novel and the screenplay. So it was a little bit of better of an adjustment, you know. Mm-hmm. Also, um, I'm a dialogue writer, so I mostly write dialogue the first time I draft a book, and then I go in and uh, write the rest. That's so, ideal for comics. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that doesn't mean I did a great job immediately, like some sort of expert. But I don't. I think I didn't. I had some habits that were suitable. Yeah. One thing that differentiates uh, Runaways maybe from some of the stuff you worked on before, and correct me if I'm wrong on this. Yeah, please. I will. Um, I know you will. <laughs> um, is you come in as a fan, you come in like kind of knowing the voices, like they're supposed yeah. to sound like mm-hmm. this. They've been established. How is that like kind of a different challenge than creating your own characters from from nothing? Yeah, I mean, we, you just, that is the challenge. Yeah. They they have a, a, a way to sound. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a pretty good mimic. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so it, I, what I did was sort of immerse myself and drown myself in these characters. So right. I went back and I reread. Like yeah, it was fun, right? <laughs> and it was, I, it I re- was work. <laughs> it, was, it was hard work. Yeah. yeah, I took kind of a long time to like, I kept going back. Yes. Um, and I've reread them. I've reread the, the Brian K. Von Adrian Alfona run a number mm. of times since then. 
Uh, but uh, yeah, I specifically reread them. I read every appearance of these characters throughout oh, wow. the Marvel Universe, which was really interesting because yeah. they really shift depending on who's using them. And um, and I really thought about the soul of the characters <laughs> because as they get, you know, if you take a character by like uh, Spider-Man, um, it, depending on who the creative team is, that character is really going to shift. Mm-hmm. But I do think that there's usually like something that that is the soul of the character, right? And something that is the voice. So I tried to just really immerse myself um, and then just shift in out of the characters the way that I would my own. It wasn't a huge stretch because um, these are the kind of characters I write in my books. I write really character-driven, mouthy ensembles. Nice. So that was... I had to, like ingrain the original stuff in my head but once it was there I think for those of you who can't see she was doing a really great like point at the head I was like punching myself in the head yeah (laughs) I wish we had had video yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah but after that I was really I was in there and then I thought I have to write another novel. I've actually started another novel, and I thought if I'm not careful, my it's gonna bleed in. It's gonna be. It's gonna be like, what's Chase doing here? Uh. (laughs) So did did we approach you to write Runaways? Did we approach you and be like, we want you to write? Who asked who out? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a a great way to. Five years from now, you're gonna be like, who broke up with who? No, no. I gave myself five years. No, that was really generous. Now you can never go. Okay, that was ambitious, really. I, uh, Nick Lowe read my book, Eleanor and Park, three mm. years ago, and um, he sent me this really nice note about it going, hey, you know, I'd love to have you do something for Marvel. Mm-hmm. I'm doing these spider books, and um, I am normally not very confident. <laughs> well, it's okay. You know, it's okay. Uh, so I'm doing all right with, uh, with great. my complete insecurity. But on that day, I was possessed by uh-huh. like Oprah and the secret. <laughs> and I sent him an email that was like, um, no, what I'd like to do is bring back the runaways. Uh, nice. <laughs> and I think the worst thing that happens here is he says no, and then yeah, I'm, sure. I'm still the same person who's not writing the runaways, yeah. right? <laughs> and instead he was like, oh, that's doable. Let's talk about that. Nice. And I was like, what? <laughs> And then, um, uh, but unfortunately, then I was like, I had all these other commitments, and um, mm-hmm. was we kept putting it off, and finally he said, you know, I, I've been talking about bringing back the Runaways, and now everybody's excited to bring back the Runaways. When are you going to be able to do this? And mm-hmm. I finally had to say, I just can't. Mm-hmm. Like, go, go. You're going to have to. This really is like a like love story now, oh, right? Man. I was like, will just, they? Won't they? I know. So I was like, you're gonna stories. have to go with someone else. I'm sorry, I can't right now. I've got these other things, and um, and uh, then like so, fast forward like. I don't know, a year. And a friend of mine was on Twitter talking about how Runaways was his all-time favorite comic. Mm-hmm. And I, I DM'd him and said, you know, you would appreciate the story. I had a chance to write Runaways, and I and I had to say no. Mm. And he was like, that's so sad. Mm. And, uh, and he was like, well, who's doing it? And I said, I don't know. And he was like, well, you should call him. <laughs> and so I did. I, I emailed. I came back on my knees and said, please, sir. And Nick was like, yeah, let's do it. And that's when, right as the TV show was being announced. Amazing timing. Yeah, it was great timing for me, right? This is a rom-com I want to watch. Yeah. I, I, it was really a long good. story, so I hope I made it good. No, it was very good. <laughs> okay. you're, very, you're very Meg Ryan. Oh, uh, no, thank you. I America's, did trip on the way America's in. sweetheart. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> and Tom Hanks is The Runaways. <laughs> Would watch this Would, show. Would watch? Great. I'd watch Tom Hanks in anything. So we know you're a big Runaways fan, and I obviously, <laughs> obviously a big comics fan as well. What's kind of your story as a fan? How did you get started reading comics, and uh, where where did your journey lead you? Well, spoiler, I was here. <laughs> here. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, you know, I really loved reading comics when I was a kid. My dad was a Marvel reader. Nice. Um, Good wait, dad. it's about to get not nice. My dad uh, is not that uh, great. Um, <laughs> he really loved the X Men and Silver Surfer, mm-hmm. and he would not let me read his comics. Oh. He um, would only let me read. He had like a Wonder Woman super size. He would let me read, oh. and that's it. And there was a Wonder Woman, a Batman, and an X Men super size. Like big comics, he would let me read. I just made the sign for big. This is yep. a public service announcement. Let your kids read your comics. Yeah, yeah seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, um, he uh, when my brother got to high school, he gave my brother all of his comics. Aww. Isn't that hurtful? Yeah, it's hurtful. Fine. But enter a teenage boy. Um, when I was in junior high, I befriended this group of guys, mm-hmm. and I wrote. If you've read my book on Eleanor and Park, this happens in the book. Mm-hmm. I ended up sitting next to this guy who would read comics on the bus, and he started slipping me his comics. And um, I would. My mother did not like anything. With, well, he was reading kind of edgy stuff. Mm-hmm. He was reading martial law, oh, but also yeah. the X-Men. Okay. <laughs> and so I would bring him home. I'd hide them and bring him home and read them and then give him back. And he was super, um, like, he, he would not let me break the spine. Mm. So I had to hold it open with both hands and carefully turn the page. <laughs> now I'm miming carefully turning the page. Yeah. Um, but... His name was Scott Owens. Scott Owens. Yeah, Thank Scott you. Owens is my Shout out. my Thank hero. Yeah, and he lent me all these comics and turned me into a comic book fan. And mm-hmm. so then, then my dad gave his comics to you. Know, so whatever, he's yeah. the villain. Um, <laughs> and then, and then I went to college. And from then, I for like the next really 10, 15 years, I went all in. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. it was my main thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. Wow. Another long story. <laughs> um, I want to talk a little bit about the book. Uh, so in the story, you guys, I'm so excited. I can't stop. I'm the worst person you right can't now. Tell, but Lorraine is totally like, oh, I'm like oh, really I, fangirling. Oh, I think you can tell. <laughs> I think it's coming through. But something I, think I can smell it. Maybe. Oh, no, no, I'm teasing. That's a joke. I'm not sweating. No, she's um, not. No. Glowing. But I'm just glowing with yeah. anticipation of this book. Uh, so something I love in the script that I got to read thus far is that, you know, Nico uh, is picking up from like a really interesting place and there's a lot of emotional like the emotional life is really really rich off the beginning of the run Um, what was your sort of inspiration going into it um, oh, I, kind of, I did a lot of thinking about, you know, where each character was. And, um, I mean, you know, as, as, the, as an author, you know, it's like, how are things messed up for this person? <laughs> That's where <laughs> plot comes from. Um, I need to think of my life this way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, all of those things that are going wrong for you are just plot. Yeah. Oh, um, great. Lorraine's <laughs> got a lot of plot. But I have runaways now, so I'm safe. So, Nico, you know, if you followed Nico, she's like literally been to hell and back yeah. in the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. She has been beaten. And, and and her character has such an interesting power. You know, she can mm-hmm. cast a spell, but she can only cast it once. Yes. And, um, you really lean into that in the script. I lean hard into super it. Super cool. And it's hard. Yeah. That's a hard thing yeah. to do. Because limitations make us interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think... I have lots of limitations. Uh, you're That's a very interesting true. guy, so I can tell. <laughs> you are fascinating, and she's full of plots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> This is getting back. sadder yeah. and sadder. <laughs> but she's got a hard power. And also, you know, she has this power that no one ever explained to her. So in one way, right. she's really one of the most powerful sorcerer, magician-type people in mm-hmm. the Marvel Universe. But she can't explain her power, really. And mm-hmm. she doesn't know how it works. And just... So it, it, for me, I, yeah, I totally leaned into the fact that Nico doesn't really know what she's doing. And it's a very painful power for her. And she's alone. Because also, she's she showed up in these other comics and been left behind. Yeah. 
And you start with, it's really a comic, the first issue is about Nico and Chase. Yes. Why did you choose the... uh, all the runaways have interesting relationships intercrossing yeah. through all of it, but they have a very interesting dynamic. What was it that made you want to focus on this dynamic for the beginning of the series? Well, it's interesting because you know in the original run, Nico and Chase are kind of the furthest apart. Yeah, they're not besties at all. They don't right. have that any kind of tie. But not any kind, obviously. They watch their parents die together. Um, <laughs> and that brings people together. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, mean I, I shouldn't say they've kissed. I mean, they have ties. Yeah. Uh, but where I'm going with that is they're not best friends. Right. Um, they're not romantically involved. But they've kind of been, maybe because they're both such great characters, they've been used a lot together. Yeah. And um, so it's like, I mean, I'm terrible with proper nouns. So it's Avengers Arena, Avengers mm-hmm. Underground, right? Yep. So they've had Very all these good. adventures um, away from everybody else. And so they kind of have something now, mm-hmm. and it's really like Chase is this pain in the ass leech she can never lose, no matter, <laughs> you know, he shows up everywhere. Right. And sometimes he's he's a very unlikely, like, Jiminy Cricket conscience mm-hmm. to her, you mm-hmm. know, like, Nico, maybe we shouldn't become bad guys. Um, <laughs> and, and so I think they have an interesting dynamic. And, and Chase is super, he's actually, he might be my favorite character. Oh, wow. Uh, I think maybe, I'm torn. But Gert used to be my favorite character, but now I think it's Chase. Um, he just screws everything up. Um, I definitely feel that in this in this book also because, I mean, he has a really great, you know, like something I've always hoped for this too is that you kind of want to see this relationship with Gertrude Yorks and Chase, yeah. and you finally kind of see more of Chase's soul. I feel like this oh, in a more I'm, revealing way. Such a beautiful thing to say to me. Thank you. <laughs> I think he. You, it's easy to write him as just a, a shallow jock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but he's obviously not that. We've seen him do some pretty courageous things. Mm-hmm. We've seen him, you know, really like fall in love with Gert um, mm-hmm. and sacrifice himself for her, or try. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. Um, so yeah, I I thought they're really interesting because Nico has has been this reluctant leader of the the, the group, mm-hmm. and then Chase is always getting her into trouble, and so basically the first issue starts with like Nico uh, Chase shows up at Nico's apartment and he has screwed everything up, mm-hmm. and he's like you have to help me, and um, Nico's response is like oh, no I don't <laughs> I could get you know I don't want this yeah. I don't want this. How do the other characters, we haven't seen them come into the story yet, but how are the other characters, if you can, you know, tease, tease but not spoil how we're going to yeah. eventually get to having the uh, the full team again? Well, I mean, the team has been scattered and yes. in some ways murdered. Yeah. <laughs> Many of them are dead. <laughs> but this is comics. It's comics. Just, you know, a few challenges. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I, I kind of imagine, so in the book, two years has passed. Okay. Uh, I think people immediately saw Chris's art and could tell that they had been They're aged up. Older, yeah. yeah, so Chase is like 20. Then most people are about 18. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, Molly's 13. Okay. So, I mean, we, we, we already know where Nico and Chase are when you read the first issue. Um, and I don't want to tell you where everybody is. Because That's fair. I That's think fair. it's fun. Like, it's kind of, it was fun for me. On each page, I kind of write this thing about... You know, here they are. This is where they are, and it was actually fun for me to be like, "Oh my God, look where Carolina is!" <laughs> so I hope that when you get there, you'll get like at least a grin on that first page when you see where each of them is. Well, and we are seeing costume changes. Yeah, that's exciting. It is exciting. So when when Nick Lowe, the editor, and I were first talking about. Um, the artist, the the two things I really hoped for were someone who could do um, body and facial diversity mm-hmm. really well. And I think that's a it's a talent, it's a, a skill, and also someone who could do clothes 
because Adrian Alfona did so much character work sure. in yeah. their different outfits. Um, yeah. And my favorite Runaways issues are where they're really, their they're clothes are their voice. Mm-hmm. And Chris is perfect. He really is. Yeah. Oh, God, because he does such great bodies. Like, people don't just all look like they have, like, different heads on the same body. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. got this really distinct body. And he loves clothes. He loves clothes. So the first thing he did was he read the character descriptions that I had written. And, of course, he's a fan of the, the original run, yeah. so he knows them. And then he did these Pinterest-like pages, mm-hmm. like... And I thought, wow, like this is the best Chase has ever dressed, but also very Chase. <laughs> I, so I loved seeing their new outfits. He does such great accessories. Everybody's got amazing accessories. Nice. Yeah. If only we could all be outfitted by Chris on. Oh my God, yeah. can you imagine? What a dream. What a dream. What if we woke up every day and someone drew clothing on us? <laughs> this is an amazing dream, yeah, actually. Yeah, I, would, I mean, I would just wear unicorns all the time, obviously. There you go. So. I, I was looking at his notes uh, for the, the person doing color, Matt Wilson. Mm. Um, Great colors. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and he was like, this earring is silver. This one is gold. This cuff. And I thought, wow, yeah. that is some attention Details. to detail. Yeah. That's so cool. I love it. Okay, everyone, that does it for this edition of This Week in Marvel. You can hear part two of our interview with Rainbow Rowell this week on the Women of Marvel podcast. That'll be coming your way Thursday. Until then, this is Marvel, your universe. (laughs) 